Shepard. One. One. Two. Two. Three. Three. Oh, boys. On a Monday afternoon. Pa, 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 boys. Pa, 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 boys. Pa, 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 boys. Ah, Monday! Pa, boys. Po boys, man. Great stuff. I'm worn out, let me tell you. Well, it's been a whirlwind past couple weeks for you, right, Josh? I dare say for us both. For us both? Interesting. Yeah, yeah I mean, you've been traveling, you've been moving and shaking. I have um, been moving and shaking. Big, big week for the Po boys organization as a whole, though. Had, we have some conclusion to plot lines. Well... Um, Conclusion, well, I think, is perhaps a strong word. Well, here's what... What are you talking about? Oh, I think we're talking about the same thing. Well, but... I'm talking about how I got the Apple TV. And the Apple TV is plugged in. Um, I have all of my services already put into it. Um, and I'm just waiting. Um, and I have to decide, like, am I going to do Disney Plus as its own app, or am I going to do an attachment onto Hulu like, and just do that? Because I do that with Amazon Prime and CBS All Access. So what are you... Is that what you're talking about, Josh? Because I know that that's what we've been getting multiple emails about, like, Poe Boys, Poe Boys, what is going on with Peter and his Apple TV? Josh? Yep. So yeah, or no? Yep. Yeah, that's what I was talking about. Oh, right! And then there's this whole other huge development that's been, like, I don't know, nine months in the making? I've, I mean, I haven't thought, been thinking about the Apple TV that much, but... Oh, okay, um, yeah, what's what's uh, see, what's this other see, thing? I mean, I think it's all started in November? Of last I year? I want to say, I want to say it started in November, and I'm looking through... Let's look at my um, calendar. All right, I November. Workout, 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 workout. 15 November 2018. Hmm. At 7.17 a.m. Hmm. The Doughboys. Oh, no, the Doughboys. On their episode that day, oh. announced the Rogue One Character Contest. Stupid Hashtag Doughboys. Rogue One Character Contest. Hashtag in which they no boys. listeners to list as many characters from Rogue One as they could without consulting Wikipedia. And shortly thereafter, I did just that. It was like the second person respond, definitely the person with the most names. I checked the hashtags as far as I could tell. So I was, of course, very excited. That you, you, you were going to win. It was going to win. What was, the, was, what was like, the prize? What was the prize I, for I really it? think it was an L.A. Lakers cinch bag. <laughs> and, Josh, you famously are not a Lakers fan. Um, I mean, I'm not not a Lakers fan. <laughs> really? We've never talked about this. because I mean, jo- I'm not, I'm not a, I don't do sports at all. So, yeah, so I guess I'm that, not a Lakers fan any more than I'm a fan of, like, a, ba- a brand of boat. Wow. This you is where know. this is where you listen. This is why you listen to the Poe Boys. Yeah, for there to be a conspiracy, uh, uh, comparison of the L.A. Lakers, one of the most well-known brands in the entire world, 
and comparing that to a boat brand. Well, I mean, it's like saying but, like, oh, what what fan what kind of lightsaber hilt does Jabba the Hutt prefer? Who cares? Huh, yeah, good point. I don't think that Jabba the Hutt is not a fan of Switchblade lightsaber But still, people like rewards, though. You know, even though Josh... Oh, and I like justice is the main thing. I like justice. And goodies, you know, goodie bags, you know? Mostly mostly the justice. I mean, that's, that's like, one of the best part about these award ceremonies are, like, the goodies that we get. Sure. Um, Because we're... November. 15 uh, November 2018, this happens. Yeah, 15th of November. We have been... Riding these little doughboys, then we dubbed them no boys, then we dubbed them no babies. no babies. I sent them sound drops. I sent them a lot Hor- of emails. Horrifying sound drops. Yeah, one um, day, I no no no. One, it, it, that's Patreon. We'll play it. That's one Patreon. We'll play it. That's premium content. Oh oh okay. Yeah. Sure, um, sure. I don't. I, the only people I want to listen to. Basically, you threatening the Doughboys, and then the emails also That's indicated like you were going to come after them physically. Um, the only people that deserve that are the Poboys listeners that actually pay us. That will, because that will I do not want our general listeners to know just how dark we can go. Because this is a family-friendly podcast. We is but, a strong word. Um, um, we go into the you know the the backways and the alleys and get into the muck. When justice needs to be served. Right. And at long last, this past Wednesday, a week ago, this is actually a fairly timely episode. Not a lot of delay. So um, that was September. 4th of September. September 4th. Okay. I happened to run into the Doughboys in Washington, D.C. Uh-huh. And had a little chat with them after their show. You came to their place of business. Because sure. they were they were dodging us. Now, at one point during the show in question, an LA Lakers hat showed up on stage. Uh-huh. There's nobody, it was just sitting on a table, and that comes out, and I'm thinking, these guys, they know I'm here. They're gonna do the right thing. They're gonna rectify it. They're gonna give me an LA Lakers hat that even from within the audience I can tell is covering cat hair. <laughs> so gross. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. Didn't do it. They gave to whoever the crowd could name Dave Matthews Vineyard. So I'm pretty peeved. I'm pretty peeved, even more peeved than usual. I meet them after the show, and I walk on the stage, and I have my po'boy shirt on. And to Mike Spoonman Mitchell's credit, he immediately recognized me. Really? As a po'boy, and knew exactly what was happening. And to Nick Weiger's credit, he clearly had no, no idea, idea what was happening, <laughs> smiled bravely, and stared at me with the friendliest, just most bewildered smile I ever did see. And then Mitch was like, I told you about this guy. He won the Rogue One character contest. He's here to beat you up. <laughs> That's what Mike Mitchell said? Yes. <laughs> and then Nick Walker said, That's fine. That's fine. I don't care. <laughs> And I explained to Nick Weigel what had happened. I explained that I assumed that the hat was for me, yada, yada. I was very upset. I waved my arms around a lot. Um, And for the record, as I previously said, Mike Mitchell said the words, won the Rogue One character contest. We have officially been referred to as the winners of the Rogue One character contest. So at this point, that small semblance of justice has been achieved. We have been officially acknowledged from that horrible, horrible man who called me a cheater himself. 
as the winner of the Rogue One Character Contest. Now, the prize, which they could not even remember, we'll see. However, as Keen-Eyed Poeheads might notice, we did gain a new follower that day, Nick Weiger, who also follows like 1,349 other people. But my understanding is, at some point, there will be some sort of retribution. This is my address. Thank you for asking. And at that point, justice will finally be achieved. But at the moment, it seems like, if nothing else, the Doughboys are at least begrudgingly pretending to my face to support hashtag justice for Poeboys. This is a big deal. I think. I mean, I don't know. Well, it just shows, listeners, and this, I mean, these are some real life lessons here. Um, if an injustice happens to you, you come to their place of business and you demand retribution. Not yeah. before, though, you drag their names through the mud. Okay? Yeah, to your friend's mom, who is the only person who listens to what you're putting out. I know, we've got other listeners. That's true. Yeah. We have two other listeners. Uh, Three. We have three other listeners. Four. Three four, other listeners. Yeah, and Christopher Sean. So we got three. Four. We have your mom, my mom, Sarah, Christopher Sean. Um. We then we have some international people, and then um, you're lumping all of international people into one. Well, I don't person. want to name the specific country. That just seems mm. like. Mm. Would you rather we name this? We have some, we have some great followers in India. Um, followers in India, I have no idea what your names are. Feel free to email us at poboyspodcast at gmail.com. Boy, wouldn't that be nice? But, uh, you're not, so not even offended whatsoever about it. We got some other shakers and movers. It's no one's emailed us yet, right? Like, it's insane, right? No, I mean, we don't really post a lot of, like, you know, let's have a conversation. And a lot of these Star Wars podcasts have, like, mm. discords and stuff. And I'm not about to do that, so... I, yeah. I, I get it, and it's not like we say, say offensive things, you know. Um, it just seems like... Oh, is that what we need to do to get emails? Do we need to be more... Um, offensive? Edgy? Yeah. We, mm. need, we need to make some, like, like far-left or alt-right comments about, like, mm. the trailer. Like, hashtag where's Rose, hashtag minorities in Star Wars, hashtag... Well, it's hilarious that you say that because I, I do saw, have a note about that. But anyway, <laughs> I know I saw I saw the tweet because I was looking at the picture. Oh yeah, well, there you yeah. go. <laughs> so, uh, um, well, I guess okay, we are already okay. edgy. On. All right, let's get some hate mail going here. Well, but anyway, okay. Hate, hate, this up nicely. hate, hate, hate. Uh, justice for Poe Boys, TBD. Seems like maybe just maybe. Nick Weiger looked me in the eye and smiled with a confused face that said. Maybe I will remember this, and I'll try my best. We'll see. Well, it's interesting that Weiger followed us, but Mitchell did not. Yeah, and then uh, Mitch whispered in my ear, it's, it's all Nick's fault. Oh, he did? Yep. <laughs> well, that, um, with their interaction, though, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, yeah. Um, also, listeners, but Dope Boys is not safe for work, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, do not listen... Kids. If you're listening to our podcast and you're like, oh, what a hearty, family-friendly podcast, these guys are not safe for work. Maybe that's we maybe we should have known. Maybe I should have known that this would have been a whole debacle because they're not safe for work. 
You can't trust a podcast that's not safe for work. No, you really can't. But, yeah, so that's a big, giant, cool development, and, uh, yeah. Hate mail, though. This is a great idea. Let's get, I'm trying to think of things I can say to get people to email us. Um, and I think probably, like, um, Wedge sucks. Like, Wedge is dumb. Would be good. Like, um, Sebulba, Sebulba is, like, better than Wedge. Antilles. Ben Quadraneros is better than Wedge Antilles. You hear me, listeners? Do you hear me saying that? Mars Glue is better than Wedge Antilles. Um, and I'm saying this now, and, you know, what are you going to do about it? Email me? <laughs> yeah, right. So, I'm going to come up with more of these. Next episode, I'm going to have um, all kinds of things I'm going to say. And I'm going to get us a freaking email. I'm sick of this. Well, the other thing, too, is I actually, you don't know this, Josh. Oh. I I got hacked today on Facebook. Did you really? Yeah, I, I did. Um, and I sent all these messages about how I was hacked. Mm-hmm. Um, like, one person just messaged, hey, I'm pretty sure your Facebook was hacked. Uh. Um, because um, people don't know that I'm really into sunglasses. But not so much that I would message multiple people on my Facebook account, hey, use my promo code for sunglasses. So Whoa, I you have a think promo code? Our... Was it promo code Poboys? Um, Look, no, sunglasses, that's, that's if you're the... trying to get somebody to send a message, just make promo code Poboys and like, well, you know. Um, so, with that in mind... <laughs> um, like, if you don't want me to get you peeved with my... Star Wars takes that, like, Mars Guo is better than Wedge Antilles. Maybe you should send me an email. Maybe you should have thought about that. Maybe you should have thought about that when we asked for emails. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah, and I... I have a new crusade now. One crusade down, another one to go. Here's a new take, too, Mm -hmm. is Disney has continued to just besmirch the name of Wedge Antilles. You know, you go into this and you're thinking, you watch the movies and you're like, man, Luke, Wedge... That's it. They're the those are the sick pilots. They're yeah. amazing, you know. And then we find out that what Wedge used to be an Imperial trooper. What? Yep. Wedge isn't good is as good as Hera. What? Hera is so much Wedge better is than him. Fourteen. What Wedge was fourteen, but aged by fifteen years due to the due to psychological Kenobi syndrome. <laughs> due to the psychological traumas of war that actually tracks um so hashtag justice for wedge hashtag shut up wedge hashtag um, disney luke is best luke um let's just get everybody angry hashtag marvel takeover disney yeah marvel takeover star hashtag wars sony takeover star wars <laughs> hashtag sony <laughs> takeover star wars Finally, Star Wars Wars under one roof. This is our ticket, Pete. This is our ticket to getting an email. Punch it. Sony. Punch it. Sony by Star Wars. Hashtag something. Hashtag Spider-Man Star Wars crossover. Who knows? Who knows? Um, There are a lot of hashtags for you, Josh, this weekend. Or this week. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Good thing I didn't write any of them down. (laughs) So, with all that in mind, 
we are finally getting around to the D23 footage of Rise of Skywalker. Just in time, I think. Well, not quite just in time. But, I mean, it sounds like there's already murmurings on the internet that the final trailer will drop in October um, mm-hmm. with Monday Night Football. So, I mean... Well, this is... This is part two of our three part on the big news that came out of D23. So, yeah, for those yeah. of you that um, for those of you that are following up to date, this is just going to be our deep dive on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would encourage you. We're not going to do any po' boy theater for this because it's we not have not been doing the vocal um, and we've not been doing the vocal exercises for that. No, um, no. No. Because the other thing, you know, we talk about intellectual boys, which is why we read these books. Mm-hmm. Um, there's also uh, a workout routine that goes to get the commanding voices that you hear week to week on Poe Boys. And it's not just something you flick with a light switch. Now, we do. We can flick it with a light switch. But it's not generally healthy. And we are speaking boys. We are right. and, vocal boys. Right. And so and, you want to really toughen up. You know, your vocal cords, your throat, and so you. what we do is we freeze grapes in a freezer. It's an industrial freezer, so it freezes them extra good. If you don't have access to an industrial freezer, freezer um, nitro, nitroglycerin or whatever, liquid nitrogen, that'll work also. You just want a very hard grape. Talk to your chemistry teachers sure. before using it. Or don't, just probably do, probably do. Uh, and you're gonna you're gonna grab that grape in your hand and open your mouth and look in the mirror and you just wanna just peg that bad boy into the back of your mouth as hard as you can. Yeah. Just as just as hard as you. And it's <laughs> what it does is it kicks in the fight or flight that all humans have. Yes, they have this need to survive. Anyway. Yeah, you have and to. And yeah. when that happens, when you you know, yep. throw <laughs> that into the back your body will kick into gear because that's what humans used to do is they just scream for help, mm-hmm. help, help, <laughs> help. And a lot of that yelling, help, 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 <laughs> is the same that we use help. for speaking. Help, help, help. Yeah. You will know, you'll know, try this, listener, let's try an exercise. So I want you to pay attention. We're going to talk. We're going to say, I'm going to, I'm going to lead you in a vocal prompt. I want you to say what I'm saying. And I want you to pay attention to the muscles you're using. So first, prompt one. You ready? You're going to say, welcome to Poe Boys on three. One, two, three. Welcome to Poe Boys. Did you pay attention to what muscles you're using? If you, it can help, put your hand on your neck. Welcome to Poe Boys. Feel the muscles move, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, we're going to do a different prompt. Ready? On three, we're going to say, help! <laughs> did you put help! Your, did you put, help! Help! Did you put your hand on it? Did you feel it's actually the same muscles. So when you're using a grape, and argue ideally at least a dozen, and you want to up it by the dozen every week or so, and you just and you're pegging them very hard at the back and of your throat. And you're gonna to want to do tricep push down um, and shoulder pull down, kind of strengthen and and uh, kind of reverse curls. Get your forearms very tough. You really want to be able to just peg like bruce lee could like do that punch where he like punches you from only like an inch away but it's very hard you want to be able to throw like that you want to mix Uh um that bruce lee punch with your own throwing and just throw those grapes and it'll trigger your fight or flight instincts you will want to yell help help and you'll realize as i showed with that exercise help help is the same muscles 
that you use when you are orating and speaking and talking. Hello. I host a podcast with Hello. four listeners. Plus Christopher Sean. I was including him. Oh, it's more than that. Okay. All right. Well, so let's get into... How we got onto that. Where are we at? How did that come up? Our vocal stuff? Oh, right. No Po' no, no po Boy Theater. Yeah, No Po' Boy Theater. Long story short, No Po' Boy Theater. So, also there's, you know, no no dialogue really or, or anything to uh, theater about with. Um, yeah, but we're... And, and there's also... a like half of this it's interestingly they're calling it a sizzle reel that are they they are like officially doing that right or well no i guess on the official youtube count it's called d23 special look but for some reason everyone calls it a sizzle reel it's been dubbed a sizzle reel well it's because star wars has been kind of methodical and they have their teaser and then they have this like sizzle reel where they you know show in previous ones they've showed production behind right which i prefer and then um, they'll show the trailer, and then they'll show, you know, like three or four more snippets of that trailer in uh, moving to the movie itself. Mm-hmm. So this is the sizzle reel. They replaced it this time. They do for a minute. They just go through the iconic moments of the eight movie saga so far. So yeah, you'll really... see stuff like... They're really priming you for, like, this is the end of nine movies. This is the, the, the final installment of the final trilogy. And they're really kind of... And they, interestingly, they're sh- they show them in um, release order. Oh, yeah, that's right. Which I picked up because I, my girlfriend and I, I was going to ask you about this, Pete, if you are getting prepared for episode three at all. My girlfriend and I have started our rewatch. So we just watched Solo last night. Uh, but yeah, we're going, you know, one, two, three, solo, Rogue One, four through eight. I honestly am probably not going to start mine until um, November 12th when Disney Plus Yeah, is... I mean, you really don't need to. My girlfriend has like a very uh, exacting schedule, so we had to get kind of a head start on it so she'd be able to watch them all. Well, I'm also one of those... Put them in. I'm also one of those um, Star Wars podcasters where I'm probably one of the few people... That does not own like a box set of the <laughs> Star Wars movies. Well, um, two months, you won't have to. Yeah. So um, I probably maybe I'll start. I probably won't start until November if I if I do. But I don't think you would need to. Yeah, I mean, I think if you start in November, you'll be perfectly fine. I think I'll. Yeah, I mean, because at the rate we are going, I suspect this weekend. Because I I when Rogue One was in theaters, I. The second or third time I saw Rogue One, I went to Rogue One and then I drove straight home and watched A New Hope and did it like. Oh back really? Back. Wow! And my girlfriend's always wanted to do that, um, so I think this weekend we'll oh. probably end up at least watching both of those. So I, I yeah, I think that I'll I'll finish with a month or so to, to spare, and then I think I'll probably that week before Nine comes out rewatch Force Awakens and Last Jedi. Oh, see, I thought you were going to rewatch all of Resistance, too. No, because I don't have the Blu-ray because it doesn't oh, exist. Oh, right. Yeah, I keep... I, <laughs> I guess feels... I can watch it on demand. This is I'm part looking of at like... my calendar. I'm changing my calendar over to September, and I realize, oh, right, Resistance came out on video. NBD! 
Well, I keep seeing, you know, Christopher Sean's so nice, and he keeps liking all these people Gentleman being like, scholar. hey, Christopher, I got my, my DVD. Oh, and been I us. Just, and I just, no. Um, <laughs> and I just want to be like, shut up, you know? It's just like, <clears throat> just care about the Blu-ray, you know? Like, it's something to write home about. Oh, man. Oh, boys. So it's telling excited fans to shut up. Be like, he loves everybody. It's not just you. Um, right. But anyway, so it's, it's interesting to me that they decide to go in release order. Because, I mean, this time around with the rewatch, we kind of took a minute to, to think like, oh, are we going to do it chronologically? Or are we going to mm-hmm. do it in release order? And at some point... I'll, I'll rewatch in release order, but I've never actually gone all the way through in release order. I once, back when there was only six Star Wars movies, a buddy of mine and I watched all six in a day. But I mean, even then we went we went one to six. So I've never actually gone and, you know, four, five, six, one, two, three, seven, broke one, eight, solo. So that might be interesting. Um, and it seems like that's, you know, the chronology that the trailer is taking. Uh, which is interesting. So a lot of some interesting stuff. Interesting decisions. Interesting decisions in this sizzle reel. Interesting decisions in the last trailer. And when it's a huge franchise like this, I cannot decide, like just write it off as incidental. Um, yeah, our, we're, so we're not going to go over the first chunk, correct? No, so we're skipping just to minute. So it's a two minute and eleven second trailer. Mm-hmm. We're gonna skip ahead to one twelve. Yeah. So I my screen is showing this this Christmas. Christmas. Yep. So we'll do the okay stop that we did last week, where we're just gonna talk about um, the things that we like, comments about it. Mm-hmm. Um, we are less involved for those of you that are looking for an industry insider look. We're less involved with the JJ aspect, more because we just respect him um, and let him go through his own vision. Um, we, like, we, quite frankly, our involvement with the Mandalorian and John Favreau's production is was not a decision. I mean, he just you know stole our cool ideas. Yeah, it was uh, you know a stealing of our intellectual property. And John Favreau said he's going to direct an episode of Mandalorian in season two that came out in Entertainment Weekly today, and we will talk about that and how Pete and I were going to direct an episode of Mandalorian season two, and then he decided to take that idea, so it's no big deal. But yes, JJ um, is, is, is more tactful, at least, when he uses our ideas. He will ask, so it is not quite a thing. Yet. Yeah, so we'll... I think the right call is to just pretty much stop at every shot right because there's like <laughs> only five or six shots in this thing something like that so we'll just so, stop at everything so hitting start now boom and then we have our heroes pause well I'm, i paused at the village okay so um i will catch up to you in the village let's just get this out of the way now uh, we have our hero shot here ray finn poe chewbacca c3po very cool um I'm, I am serious. Where's Rose, though? She's not in this trailer. She wasn't in the last trailer. If I'm Disney and all the crap that they gave Kelly Marie Tran and all that nonsense, I'm putting her front and center. Even if she's barely in the movie, I would just be like, I, I don't know. It seems I don't like that she's not in any of these trailers. 
Unless um, this is some sort of Avengers Endgame trailer trickery or some such, but I, I, it doesn't sit well with me. I really like that character. To me, she is a part of the heroes of the sequel trilogy. But I mean, I, like the, I guess the thing I keep going back to is like in Return of the Jedi, Lando's not there on Endor with the rest of the heroes, but he's still very much like a huge integral part of the big final battle. Um, and I. I mean, I'm sure Rose is still in this, but it just seems like why is why 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 isn't Disney putting her in marketing at all? What about um, two second shot of Rose? And it feels to me like are like are they trying to placate people? Can't help but wonder. Are they trying to like I don't know. I hate having these negative ideas about it, but so I don't know. To glass it gives half, me a bad feeling. Or I don't. I to glass half full it to you mm-hmm. know devil's advocate mm-hmm. um in the book star wars the last jedi rose is chosen because of her technological invention mm-hmm. um which i believe is like cloaking or something yeah. but sh- she is brought on because of that like she has some technological prowess which is why she's able to like explain how they can possibly deactivate something that was just purely hypothetical in Last mm-hmm. Jedi. So, she is supposed to be their tech person. Um, she, for all for all we know, she could be playing opposite Carrie Fisher, or you know, on whatever base that is. Yeah, and she's she's not like that. I mean, the last time we saw her, she had like what radiation poisoning from like throwing throwing Finn off. Although even Finn was fine, so. Um, well, yeah, I mean, they don't really go into that in the movie, I guess. Maybe in the book yeah. they explain that. Um, so, I mean, that's my, like, she's probably with right. the, and, the, the main yeah. ship and stuff like that. Oh, and, um, and I'm, I'm sure that's probably the case. And I, I don't know. But to me, I guess in my perfect world, when this trailer comes out, after all the crap Kelly Marie Tran got so unjustly, and I, I would have, she would have been front and freaking center in the trailer that I did. And the trailer I would have done was like, no, this is a sequel trilogy. This is what these movies are. These are these heroes. This is this generation of Star Wars heroes. I don't care about, you know, old obnoxious white dudes getting upset about it. And I, I don't know. Mm-hmm. It, and it just, it doesn't sit well with me. Okay. So, um, now, what, one thing I will say is um, in the original script, Poe was not supposed to have that scarf. Um <laughs> Oscar watched Uncharted. (laughs) Oh, actually, he when he was in um, France, um, and just thought it was very cosmopolitan of him, so he insisted it. And um, JJ just said, "Sure, you know, I'm not going to fight him on it." Nice, nice. Um, So I'm paused slightly earlier than you on this group shot. Managed to pause it just right so that Oscar's eyes are shut. Um, Very cool. But I think small small detail. It looks like to the right of our main cast, it's a little bit obscured by a rock, but in the background, I'm pretty sure that's the Falcon. Yeah, I would agree uh, with that. Yep. Okay, and then we have this um, big village, giant Cirque du Soleil, um, kites and color, stuff. Color run. Oh yeah, color run. Though all the it just looks like yellow. All the all the stuff looks yellow. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering how many. Um, and I mean, we'll find out because they always do a ton of making of and behind the scenes stuff. But like, how many extras is that there? 
how much of that did they actually build? How much did they add in and post? Pretty yeah. wild. So moving on, we From have the village. You can hit play. Yeah, uh, I'm at Carrie Fisher. All right. So, so that's the next shot. Yeah. Yeah. So they didn't CGI this, but have you seen? But what did they CGI her outfit? I'm. They CGI her outfit. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, it's literally. Um, I don't want to ruin it for a lot of people, but you can watch some videos of it. It's literally that's her face, and she was wearing like the travel gear. When they got to talk about... Yeah, so... They might not CGI a lot of stuff, but, um, like, there's not going to be a CGI of, like, her with a voice actor. Right, Um, yeah, yeah. But this is about as close. And had I not watched that YouTube video about it, like, taking it scene by scene, you would have no idea that this is a CGI effect right here. Yeah, yeah, I suppose... Well, I mean, I, I... Yeah, yeah. Practically, visually, no. Yeah. I did kind of figure, just based on, I know that they're working with deleted footage from, or unused footage from the previous films, and I feel like there's no way that there's just like a whole sequence where she's an entirely different outfit. But yeah, it, it definitely, I mean, looks like a looks like a real outfit to me. So um, I am now on the it's that minute story of a generation. I'm at the um, Alliance fleet. Okay, so all these ships coming out of hyperspace. You'd mentioned the B-Wings before. I see B-Wings. I see X-Wings. I see an A-Wing there, a Y-Wing. I think maybe the Falcon off to the right there. Yeah, the Falcon. Blockade Runner. Is, but I, actually, I don't know that that is the Falcon. Well, that yeah. doesn't. That's not the right outline for the Falcon. Um. Well, it might be if you go... We're going to get to it. There's a shot of Finn and um, Naomi Aki's character, Aki's character. Mm-hmm. That might be them. Um, Jaina. Yeah. 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 Because every other ship in this, I'm at 121. Um, every ship in this, I can identify from the silhouette because that's Star Wars iconography, except for that one on the right there. And I don't I don't think that's the Falcon. That, that doesn't, I can't imagine what angle it would be from that that'd be the Falcon. So maybe be a new ship. And then, yeah, we have this... I'm at the Star Destroyers now. Mm-hmm. It's and so interesting, like... too, because we have we have these different planet shots. We have, like, the desert planets. We have... Mm-hmm. We're going to get to a scene where it's, like, snow or, like, there's a storm. And, like, the amount of, st- the amount of Star Destroyers is just... It's bonkers. You know, I'm just saying, though, when I hear Storm Planet, I think... And actually, maybe my... Maybe my favorite planet. I'm just saying. But I'm a Camino boy. You're a Camino boy? I love Camino. I love it. Everything that happens on Camino and Attack of the Clones. I like that it rains. I like that it's stormy. I like that it's waves. I like that it's weird little hang glider whales. I mean, probably this isn't Camino, but you know, it's all stormy. It's a bunch of ships. I don't know. It's cool. I like rain. What do you want from me? Oh, big I'm a big rain boy too. Really? Yeah. I guess we have a new podcast on our hands. <laughs> uh, weather Rain po- voice. Hashtag weather podcast. Um, so we get to, we have Finn, and then what did you say her character's name is? Jana. Jana. Jan- Hold on. Let me uh, let me make sure I write down all the exciting things that are happening in this episode, so I can have them in the episode description. Um, Jana. Yeah, because uh, that's the other 
solo twin from Legends. And right, right. We talked both, about it. Both names. Now, so you're, it's, okay, next it's shot. not yes. the Falcon um, because... No, it's not because there's a third person back there yeah. who looks like they're a rebel pilot. Yeah, they're definitely a rebel pilot. As you can see, there, you can see the helmet and the orange too. Yeah, this doesn't look. I can't. I mean, this is not obviously not a B wing or a Y wing. It could be a U wing. Maybe. Or uh, or the new ship. Or the, this could be yeah. the ship that you mentioned. Yeah. Or the new ship. And it looks like on Finn's shoulder there that his jacket has changed slightly yet again. <laughs> he probably. That's very exciting. He probably just went over to pose and then saw a new jacket and just took it. Yeah. There you go. Um, so I'm at the Red Eyes C-3PO. Red Eyes C-3PO. I do not care about this whatsoever. Um. Yeah, I. it ties into the Darth Vader... Well, ties in is a strong word, but it alludes, I guess, to uh, the, origi- the, the Darth Vader comic uh-huh. that came out. When Marvel first reacquired Star Wars, it was written by Kieran Gillen and illustrated by Salvador Larocca. It was 25 issues. Uh, you can buy them in like four different trades or like a whole thick omnibus of all 25. It was freaking incredible. It follows the story of Darth Vader immediately after his failure at the, the first Death Star. Oh, really? And it kind of follows like, how does this guy who just made like the biggest screw up of his entire career? go from that huge screw-up to being in charge of the executor at Empire Strikes Back. And one of the things in it involves him uh, aligning with a sort of rogue archaeologist, Dr. Afra, fantastic character. Um, and she has a protocol droid called Triple Zero, I think, mm-hmm. who is C-3PO with a black paint job and red eyes. And it's like... He's basically Hannibal Lecter. You know, he's a fancy protocol droid, but he, like... It's terrifying. ...exsanguinates people and tortures people and is, like, openly a sociopath. So, that's pretty cool. Yeah. But we've... I've heard rumblings that, like, C-3PO is very prominent in this movie. Yeah, I'm just not a C-3PO guy. So... Yeah, I can go either way. Um, we have... Red eyes to red laser beam. Yeah, so we... It might just be, um, it's not quite Death Star, but maybe Death Star. No, tech. I mean this. This looks like barely a mountain that is blowing up. Mm-hmm. I mean, still, I mean destruction. Still massive destruction. Right. Yeah, yeah. Still the kind of nonsense everyone's going to say is it's just another Death Star. Hopefully that's not the case. Man, that'd be such a bummer. So uh, then we go it to. It looks like the laser at the end of Last Jedi, though. The you know Death Star tech. Oh yeah. So then we go to yeah, Ray. Ray. that lightsaber. Um, it looks like at something. There's, um, oh, she's got a little training robot. Yeah, she's got a training robot. That dodges the lightsaber she throws, cuts a tree. And then it looks like, does she have a, does she have a spear she, with her? Yeah. She's got yeah, a wood spear, kind of, yeah. Yeah, it's not her. Yeah, it's like a stick. Yeah, and then I think it's been confirmed that she just fixed Luke's lightsaber. Mm-hmm. Okay. So then we... Well, I'm going to take another look at that hilt, though. But yeah, I, I'm, I'm curious. If... So then we have it's... Kylo on that yeah. snow planet. Right, and it, I assume this is the same planet all those Star Destroyers yeah. are on. It just seems like stuff. so many Star Destroyers. Yeah. Like, it just seems like it's way too much. But well, that... it might just be a close-up of um, Kylo Ren's screensaver. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, I've got his TIE fighter from Last Jedi parked there, and it does, yeah, like you're saying, it does look like an ice planet. And then we have this awesome scene where Ray and Kylo are fighting on the Death Star. Yeah, they kind of. Because we have we have turrets on the ocean. left. Um, um, oh yep, and we do unfortunately also have, which I'm sure will be fixed. Was unfortunately pointed out to me, Kylo Ren fighting with his cape, but then like his cape isn't in the reflection of the water on the floor. Uh huh. Can't really unsee that, so but no big deal. I'm fine. I just wish it hadn't been pointed out to me. I'm sure they'll fix that. And then our last scene is you know what everybody's been talking about. Oh, what's everybody been talking about? I usually just hit stop at this point because I got so bored. Oh. Um... Whoa! Why? Whoa! <laughs> I was actually, I was in a faculty meeting, um, and this was happening, and I, it made it seem like I was really into our health insurance, um, because I was watching this during the presentation, and they're like, yeah, we do have a health, good health plan, and I'm like, yeah, (laughs) cool, but she has two reds lightsaber, so, um, it looks pretty cool. I, is it red or is it orange? It's red. It's fine. It's red. It's red. Um, we have seen some examples of this. Right, which was pointed out to me. Which is the scene where, um, in Star Wars Rebels, where Kanan goes into, like, a Jedi temple and, like, fights a... It's like a vision. As a vision, he fights, like, a temple guard that has one. Mm-hmm. And then, but in that, in that, you don't see them ignited. No, when is when the hilts snap too? You, you know, he takes the hilts, he does the switchblade, then he turns it on. Is what I'm told. Yeah, I haven't gone back and watched. And then, and then I guess Pong Krell also had two. Yeah, in uh, Clone Wars, he had two, but he's a Jedi that is the same species as Dexter from Attack of the Clones, mm-hmm. the four-armed guy, and he has two. Two bladed lightsabers, and they yeah, similarly for storage, I guess they snap like that. So, what what rumors have you heard about this? I've heard two, or like uh, two theories, I guess. So, my the two theories I've heard are one, this is a force vision. Yeah. Um, and then the second one is the um people that really love that star that Star Killer video game, where they're like mm-hmm. Ray's just a clone. Uh, I'm going to be so, so disappointed if it's a clone thing. I'm so um, my, my, my opinion of it is that I think that's a Sith planet and she, there's just like lightsabers everywhere. I'm, yeah, I'm thinking that might be the case. I'm even wondering if they're like playing with the color of it. Oh, uh, they're definitely not because playing with the, the color. How would you know? Well, it's just like... It's just so dark with what she's wearing, too. Yeah, but they could change all of that. But, like, I don't know. That lightsaber could be, like, orange, like a Temple Guards. Yeah. Uh... I mean, they, pro- they probably aren't doing that. They don't tend to go that low with their trailer treachery. Oh, my gosh. Uh... I saw an Episode 3 trailer, and mm-hmm. the, the, the changes that have happened from 2006 to now is just insane. In trailers? Yeah, because there was, like, a narrator, too, like, explaining stuff, yeah. and they're just, like, going blow by blow with the movie, and mm-hmm. it made it look like it was a matinee, and now it's, like, you know, barely anything out there. 
Yeah, to uh, anyone interested in that kind of thing, there's this really good podcast called Imaginary Worlds, and they had an episode called The Booge, B-O-O-J, where they kind of talk about um, the evolution of trailers and what trailers are like today, and then they just do like a dummy version of a modern trailer, and it's like, oh, yeah, that is every trailer. (laughs) So... It's definitely one of those things, though, that'll be like, kind of like, you're going to identify things in every trailer for the next five years until, you know, the next format comes along. But yeah, trailers are, uh, they change a lot. So, that's all I have, um, Josh. I don't know. I just, I don't know, I, I, it didn't, it didn't get me excited, the Ray thing at the end. I don't. Really? I, don't I mean, to, I, I don't know what to make of it. I, well, I, it took audio for me. Like, I watched it five times, like I said, during a faculty meeting. So I couldn't mm-hmm. uh, do that. But once I got headphones in, just the, and we didn't really talk about it. There's that minute that just like emotionally draws you to all the other eight films, right? And just like mm-hmm. the finality of it, like, this is. Something, you know, for some people, um, their whole life, you know, they were kids when episode four came out and this is, this is it, you know, for us, like, you know, we, our first movie was episode one and then we're going through. So, you know, we have that emotional connection, but I saw the re-releases. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of what got me. Yeah. Um, it's, I, I, you know, I love the first trailer. This trailer's not, like, bad by any stretch of the imagination, but it didn't get me, like, more amped. And I guess when you see a shot like this Ray shot, it just feels like, obviously, there's another shoe that's going to drop or something. I don't know. Maybe I'm just old. I should be having more fun with it. Um, well, just, it's just, it sounds I'm like it's also causing yeah. a lot of drama to people. Like... I can see that. Like, oh no, she's not, you know? Like, my yeah. ray is not turning dark. Yeah. Which. Yeah, I don't know. I can't see ray turning dark. But. No, I just don't. I just don't feel like the seeds have been planted. No. Sufficiently. Because, um, like, again, we're rewatching Star Wars. Yo, Anakin, like, murders children in episode two. Yeah. Not enough emphasis placed on that. And then after he admits that, Pappy's like, you're great. I love you. Like, after. After that. Before he murders children, she's like, stop looking at me. You're making me uncomfortable. Yeah. And then after he murders children, she's like, I love you. And I've been dying a little bit each day without you by my side. Yada, yada, yada. I don't know. Yeah, real Stockholm Syndrome. I'm watching the Honest trailer, and they're all like, oh, Anakin goes in nine minutes. He's a hero from being a hero to being a child murderer. And I'm like... Bro, he was a child murderer four years ago. Step off. Anyway. Um. Yeah. That will that'll be for a deeper conversation, aka filler <laughs> episodes. Um, oh boy. In like May when we don't need them, or when we do need mm-hmm. them. So, um, listeners, if you wanna um, follow us, um, the po boy, the Doughboys do. Christopher Sean does. Well, Nick Weiger does. Um. 
at Poboys Podcast. You can send us an email, poboyspodcast at gmail.com. Pete's not the one who won. I am, if those boys are listening. Just saying. No big deal. Okay. Okay. That's it. See you guys.